Welcome to Lavender Dahlia. I'm Jennifer Osler Bolton, and together we are going to enjoy the freedom of exploring who God created us to be by lifting the veil off of our hearts and bringing to light the authenticity that we've been hiding in the dark. I am so happy that you're here. So let's talk. Welcome back. I love meeting you guys here every single week. Thank you so, so much. The support for the podcast has just literally blown my mind. Okay, well, maybe not literally, but you know, figuratively has blown my mind. Thank you so much. But speaking of gratitude, I just wanted to give a quick nod to my daughter, Amanda, because a couple of weeks ago I had this idea and I was like, oh, I want to add like an amethyst bracelet to the podcast shop. And she is the one who makes each bracelet that is sold. And I would just took mine off because I talk with my hands, so I have to take off my bracelets when I record an episode. But when I took it off, I was struck by it, and I just felt so grateful for her heart and her willingness to make each bracelet that is ordered. And, like, they're really pretty. So I just wanted to give a quick mama loves you baby to my daughter before I get started. Okay, so I want to talk about something that is very dear to my heart, and I think I've said that before, but, okay, there's a lot of things that are very dear to my heart. But this is something that I want to make sure we all know and understand as we enter into or continue our walk with God. Our individual journeys with God are, will be, and should be different. Our personal relationships with God are, will be, and should be different. Yours should not look like mine, and mine should not look like yours. But for some reason, we group Christianity into a whole and assume that it should all look the same. I don't know. Maybe that's because we're all reading the same book that we start to think that we should all be doing the same thing. I'm not sure. I'm still working on that one. Now, here's a thought, okay? You may or may not be married, but I'm fairly confident in guessing that you've been to a wedding or two over your lifetime. Have you ever been to a wedding that was the same as another? I, I don't mean like the same concept, like, yeah, all weddings have a first dance and cake cutting that uh, you may now kiss the bride moment. Like I'm talking the same food, the same songs, the same dress, the same invitations, identical weddings. I've been to many weddings up to this point in my life, including a couple of my own, and no wedding has ever been the same. The concept is the same. There's a beautiful couple, all in love. They're united in marriage in front of witnesses. They're joining lives, combining families. And we, as guests, are all there to celebrate. Same concept, but done differently each time. As it should be. How boring would it be if every wedding we ever attended was exactly the same as the one before? I don't know about you, but as a guest, I am always excited to go to a wedding because there is such a unique spin on each wedding every time. I love it. It's like going to my own surprise party, but it has nothing to do with me. I have no idea what to expect, but I'm surprised every time. If we expect weddings to be different, despite the concept being the same, why do we approach the concept of faith as though it should all be done the same way? The concept of faith is to enter into a trusting relationship with God. We first meet him, right? We get to know him, we learn a little bit about him, and we eventually fall in love with him, right? Then we commit. We decide that we want to spend our life with him by our side, we want to make him our number one, and we want the world to know. So 
We celebrate baptism with parties, gifts, cards, good food. It's a celebration and we want people to be there with us as we show the world that God is our number one. The celebrations are usually different, even though the concept is the same. Some choose not to have a party or a gathering. Some choose an elopement-style baptism with only a few people present. And we don't care, right? We're just like, yes, girl, get in that water. That's right. You belong to God. But then something happens after the celebration. We slap an expectation onto that newlywed faith. We lose sight of what makes our relationship with God so unique. We have our own wedding with God, our own courtship with him our own love story between us. It should never look like someone else's. But we begin molding ourselves after those who have gone before us. We start idolizing Christian authors, women's ministry leaders, worship band members, gospel singers, social media influencers. We start comparing our faith to theirs. She is so wise. She knows the Bible so well. She prays for an hour every day. She wakes up before dawn every morning. She has so many scriptures memorized. She is always asked to lead. She brought so many visitors to church. She's published a dozen books. She is the hospitality queen. She has so many notes in her Bible. She is so faithful. She is, she is, she is. But she is not you. Your faith should never imitate another's, ever. And your walk with God should never mimic another's, ever. The only one that we are called to imitate is Jesus. And the last time I checked, none of us have come close to his example. Oh, we all try. We all try our best. And sometimes we don't. But that's the beauty of our unique relationship with God. We have freedom to explore our relationship and our faith to discover what works and feels best between ourselves and God. What works for one won't work for another, and we should never expect that it will. Moms know this one well. If we're raising multiple kids, we know that what works for one most likely will not work for another. We're raising different human beings with different personalities and different needs, Love and discipline when raising our kids is not a one-size-fits-all kind of situation. We have to make adjustments and changes for each one. Faith is not a one-size-fits-all situation, and nothing kills me more than seeing people try to fit so many different personalities into the same box. I'm passionate about this because it was tried with me. And I am so thankful that I was aware of my freedom in Christ to explore my personal relationship with him. Have you ever read the Bible with someone, whether it was in a Bible study or maybe a reading plan of some sort, and you were both reading the same thing, but you both heard something different? Isn't that amazing? If you're insecure in your relationship with God, or you feel intimidated by those who are older than you in Christ— you might question why you heard something different or why you heard nothing at all. But that's the beauty of a unique relationship with God. You will hear God differently than I will, and I will hear him differently than you will, and we will hear him differently at different times. There are so many scriptures that I've read probably a hundred times that had no impact on me, but then there would be that time when I would read it and all of a sudden, 
I would hear it. That's because in that moment, God used it to fit whatever was happening in my life at that precise moment. The Bible is solid. It doesn't change. It's not one of those choose your own adventure books. Do you remember those? Those were, those are my favorite books, like buying at the Scholastic book fair. Like, do you remember going to those? Okay. I'm totally going way off track there, but that was like, oh gosh, I loved going to the book fairs. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) the heart and the depth of God's word will speak to you at different times in your life when you need them. It's amazing. Truly his word doesn't change, but it changes and adjusts and adapts to what you need to hear when you need to hear them. But that's the exact reason why none of our relationships with God should look like another's. God is never changing, but we are, and he speaks to us as we need to hear him. Did you know that you have the freedom to explore that relationship with him? It's there. Maybe you know it. Maybe you don't. Maybe you just need permission. It's incredible. I've been a Christian for 20 years this July, 20 years. Wow. Okay. That just, wow. 20 years. That just struck me. But in that time, I have done everything from hour long quiet times to walking away from God. And I've done everything in between those two ends of the spectrum, but I've only recently discovered what works best between me and God. My faith is deeper and more solid than it's ever been in the last 20 years. And that's because I listened to what he was telling me, how he spoke to me, and when I felt closest to him. I'm in a relationship with God, just like you're in a relationship with him. And even though you and I are both in a relationship with the same God, nothing about it should be the same. Marriages don't all look or function the exact same way, right? My marriage requires that things be done a little differently that maybe your marriage doesn't require. Imagine if I tried to mimic your marriage and replicate it as my own. It would never work. My husband is currently 5,000 miles away from me, and we can't do all the typical things that married couples do when they need connection. What's the advice that's given to married couples? Schedule date nights, bring her flowers, write her notes, help him in the yard, cook dinner together, hold his hand, go to bed naked. Okay, maybe that last part was just my advice, but I promise, take that advice. (laughs) But how is that going to help my marriage right now? It's not. My husband and I have to make adjustments that suits our marriage right now. Will it always be this way? Prayerfully not. But for right now, this is what it is, and we have to do things differently. If I approached my marriage with a one-size-fits-all kind of formula, we wouldn't make it. And I don't say that jokingly. We wouldn't. How could we? I'm sure you might be thinking, like, of course, Jen, nobody expects you to do things as a normal married couple. And I appreciate that. I really do. But how many times have we looked at our relationship with God as a one-size-fits-all kind of formula and then wondered why it didn't work? Your relationship with God is yours, and you have to figure out what works best for you. Some people may be able to rise before dawn and then spend an hour of uninterrupted Bible reading and prayer time, and that's great for them. Some may find journaling to be the easiest way to pour out their heart to God. And that's beautiful. 
for them. Some may find peace listening to worship music during prayer. Some might find that distracting. Some may read an entire chapter of scripture every single day. Some might read only one verse every single day. Some might pray out loud, and others might sit in silence. God created each of us to be with him, so he will speak to each of us in ways that draw us into him. A classic example I use often to illustrate this is the ocean and two of my favorite people, my husband and a dear friend of mine. My husband feels the most connected to God when he is by the sea. He loves the ocean. He feels the most at peace when he's there. When he needed God the most in his life, he walked and walked by the sea to feel his presence. The ocean is where my husband connects with God. It's where he hears him most clearly. My dear friend, she also loves to be by the sea. She can connect with God in any outdoor situation, the sea, the mountains, the park, it doesn't matter. The elements of nature draw her into God. But when she stands facing the ocean, she is drawn into the power of the waves and the way God moves the water. She is connected with God's strength when she stands at the sea. Now, me, I don't like the ocean. It's not where I find my peace. I don't find it peaceful at all, to be totally honest. I know, I know. I'm a Southern California girl who doesn't like the beach. Okay, so at first I thought it was because I don't like that the sand gets everywhere and it feels like work having to pack all the things for the day and then the car is filled with sand and it just kind of stresses me out. I definitely don't have the chill LA vibe when it comes to the beach, but I realize that that's ultimately not what it is. Sure, the sand feels like a massive inconvenience to me, but I don't necessarily dislike the ocean because of it. The ocean is not peaceful to me because it's too loud. It's too noisy. I need quiet. I feel most at peace in the mountains where I can hear the wind rustling the leaves on the trees and the peaceful chirping of the birds or the soft ripple of a lake or the gentle bubbling of a creek. The ocean is not the place where I can hear God. And yet, the seaside is where my husband feels most connected to God, and the powerful waves that draw my friend into God are the very waves that push me away from him. The three of us can stand in one spot, and we will each hear God differently. Your relationship with God belongs only to you. Nobody can tell you what it should look like. And I'm passionate about this because nothing hurts me more than when I see Christians of influence, especially in leadership positions, trying to make sure everyone's activity with God looks the same. You have the freedom to explore your relationship with God, and it might take you a while to find your rhythm. But once you do, I hope the world is prepared because you will find a fire inside of your soul that has been dimly lit for so long. Do not put expectations on your relationship with God. It's a relationship. It's not always going to be good and it will not always be easy. And what works for someone else might not work for you. There is no formula, which means there is excitement in the discovery of what goes on between you and God. Try everything. Journal, read, pray, walk, drive, sing, dance, write, cozy up on the couch or curl up in the corner. 
lock yourself in the closet or sit in the middle of a park. Whatever speaks to your soul and connects your heart to God, go find it. Your faith shouldn't look like another's. In fact, if it does, you're imitating the wrong person. The only one whose example we should mimic is Jesus. And we all know that our relationship with God will look nothing like his did. We share the same father, but we are not the same person. What an amazing God we have that he created each and every one of us, millions of us. And yet he speaks to us individually as if we were the only one he ever thought about. He deserves a relationship with us that is unlike any other, as if he were the only one we ever thought about. Thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope you feel encouraged and are filled with courage to see yourself the way that God sees you. You are so many beautiful things. That's why there's a flower named after you. Make sure to subscribe to Lavender Dahlia for podcast updates and episodes and visit jenniferoslerbolton.com to join the Lavender Dahlia email list. Until next time, my heart is hugging yours. I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.